0: Good evening. Today is June 6, 2023, and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter is the Appendix One, Traditions, and our speaker tonight is Kelly.
1: Welcome and thank you, Kelly. Hello. Good good evening. Um, Kelly B., Recover Compulsive Overeater, um it's great to see everyone. I think this is the first time I'm speaking on the traditions. Um so it, it will be interesting. Um I think the where I kind of want to go with this share is I was talking with my sponsor actually this morning about how we bring these 12 traditions into like every aspect of our life like especially work. Um so I feel like that would be an interesting way to kind of go about these um you know for the newcomer that's here today. Uh the 12 traditions are like, I kind of see it as like the safe container for making sure that like, when we come to a meeting or getting a certain message, um, you know, it, it, it keeps it consistent, um, which for my recovery, that's what I need. I need consistency. Um, so I guess we, we will just start digging in. Um, so one, a common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends on OA unity, um, so kind of how this sh- shows up for me is, you know, like, you know, when I go to a meeting and, um, you know, everyone's there for the purpose of like making sure the meeting is run correctly and respectfully. Um, so, you know, in order for us all to have a common experience, you know, that's what these kind of, you know, it's almost like rules or ba- not rules, but like a-, a spirit of this is what we're going to be focusing on. Um, you know, one of the things we brought up this morning was with work, like, you know, the common welfare of my workplace is due to the unity of all the employees. So it's not Kelly going off, which is what I like to do. Kelly going off and being the star at work and trying to overdo, um, you know, uh, you know, when I'm in a, in disease state, like go do my own thing, you know, make sure that my name's known, you know, that's not unity within the company. That's like Kelly's will. Um, So it's easy to just be like, oh, well, if I just go back to this tradition, like I'm here for the unity of the company, then it makes sense. Um, Two, for our group purpose, there's but one ultimate authority. A loving God is expressed in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Um, Yeah. I mean, I love this one because it allows for us to, um, you know, we're not relying on one person to hold all of the power. Um, We're relying on all of our own higher powers and our own higher powers are going to direct it, Um, you know, we, we see in other organizations how, you know, the power structure. So this like provides like a very healthy way, um, you know, to, to go about each meeting. Um, you know, my own experience, yeah, my own experience in outside areas is that it, it it isn't this way and it's actually refreshing. And I feel like a lot of companies could benefit <laughs> from adopting this. <laughs> Um, but you know, that's where, that's where that one is. Um, three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Um, this is a beautiful thing for the newcomers and for all of us, no matter how many times we relapse, no matter how many times, well, we hope that you don't, but, um, if that's a part of your story, um, you know, no, one's ever going to shame you. Um, I mean, I remember I came in when I was 15, I went to two meetings everyone was older than me. I was the only 15 year old there. I felt uncomfortable. People were talking about God and I'm like, this is not what I'm looking for. I'm looking to lose weight and I'm looking to, um, be skinny, um, and have my problems fixed. Um, so, but I was welcomed back at 26. Um, you know, and people were like, Oh, we're glad you're here. Um, and then, um, two years where I'm like, uh binge eating in program, telling people about how I ate a whole loaf of bread. You know, people just said keep coming back. Um, you know, there was never any shaming as to um how many times it took for me to get the message. Um, you know, and and I never received that in any other area of my life. Um, you know, uh, um it it was always like, oh, if she could just try to diet again or if if you could just work out more. Um, or, you know, if you could just stop eating, um, so there's, there's a beauty in this unconditional acceptance, um, we give to newcomers and we give to each other, um, that allows like for, for us to always know there's a place to go. Um, so that, that's a very important tradition we have there. Um, each group has but one primary purpose, carry its message to the compulsive overeater still suffers. So this one also came up for work today in my conversation with my sponsor. So the primary purpose of my company is to, you know, to keep the company running. So in order to have that happen, we have to go back to tradition one. So tradition one and like tradition five are almost together. Um, They're almost hooked in a way. Like you need to have unity within the group in order to keep carrying the message. Um, So it can't just be one or two of us doing it. It's like we work together. Um, That's why it's so great we have sponsors and we have sponsees because we're all working together to keep sharing what we've found that works here um, to keep growing the group. Um, Harriet's, yeah. Um, Six. An OA group ought never endorse finance or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, less problems with money, property, prestige, diverted from a primary purpose. Um, You know, I think that this keeps us, or keeps me like in, like I'm not trying to create a sponsorship with OA. I'm not, you know, it kind of keeps my personal, yeah, I'll I'll attach it to me. It'll keep my personal motives out of OA. So I'm not going to go and, you know, uh, go through all the numbers in the chat and cold call you, um, you know, cause that would be breaking the traditions, um, you know, which is a sacred place. Cause now we're all able to freely share our contact information so people can reach out for recovery. Um, so we all have that safety of like, oh, I'm not, at, I'm not being telemarketed to, because I went to an OA meeting. Um, so that's my understanding of like, kind of why that's in place. Um, you know, we're not going to lend our name to anything, um, you know, any outside diets or anything. What I love, you know, we all prefer go to a dietitian, go to someone that understands this, go to a professional um, for a food plan. Like I'm not in charge of anyone's food plan. Um, that's between the higher power, the dietitian. Um, you know, and, and I feel like that kind of falls within this tradition. Um, seven, every OA group ought to be fully, fully self-supporting declining outside contributions. Again, like that's that sponsorship thing. Like I, I'm not going to sell in like a 25 K sponsorship so that I can start controlling and telling people what they should be doing. Um, this allows us to, um, really reach for that higher power to inform all of our decisions. Um, you know, and, and it also keeps us all on equal footing. you know there's no power dynamic of oh this person contributed this amount so this person gets this certain amount of leadership or this person didn't contribute enough so they are going to be the lowest person on the totem pole um it's kind of like there's nothing else like that in life where there isn't that up and down um so for us to be able to have that space here where we're all equal um it doesn't matter what your job is it doesn't matter what your 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 career status is doesn't matter you know, any of those things. Um, So that, I feel like that helps me in that area um, where you don't, you never know who you're sitting next to, which I thought was one one of the coolest things. I mean, it's so crazy where like some of my best friends, I don't even know their last name. Um, I mean, now I'm starting to like know their last names, but you know, it just, uh, it's funny because I just know them as, uh, you know, the first name and last initial. Um, All righty. Eight. Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Um, so it's it's great that we have you know I, you know one of one of my uh, sponsee sisters does the um, OA San Fernando Valley. You know she's employed by OA, but it's in a way that's of service, and it's like in a way you know accounting that like none of us are going to take on a forty-hour job for OA. Um, so, you know, that's like something that, you know, was voted on and it was approved by the organization that, Hey, we need a 40 hour week person, you know, to help with the accounting and to help with these things. Um, so, you know, that's always all brought into the group conscience, but none of us are making like money off of this work. Like that's the beauty of like, you, you, you know, it's like, if I talk to my sp- the sponsor, the same amount of time I talked to my therapist, I mean, I would be like hundred thousand dollars in the hole. Um, so 10
2: minutes left.
1: <laughs> uh, so it's beautiful that we, you know, we get the gift and we share the gift and it's all, um, for our own recovery, you know, selfishly it is for my own recovery. Um, because I know that if I don't do this work, what, you know, what the big books tell us, we perish. Um, but you know, we do find I do I do have a lot of joy in sponsorship. And yes, you know, it, it helps me with my own recovery, but I do get a lot of like wonderful, you know, benefit from it um, emotionally and spiritually. Um, and it, and, you know, and it's a joy and privilege to be able to help people in that way. Um a, Okay, nine. OA assets never be organized, but may create service boards or committees directly responsible for those they serve. Okay, so that's that was Janet I just talked about. Um, So those I feel like eight and nine they're a little connected. Um, Ten, a reader's anonymous has no opinion on outside issues; hence, OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. This is huge for me um, and for the rooms that um, you know people aren't selling us their books in these rooms. Um, we don't have doctors saying like, this is what you need to do. Um, you know, we all have, we can all have our opinions, but we don't share them within, um, the group confines. We're strictly here to find a spiritual solution and to find a higher power and to share our experience. Um, and there's not many rooms you can walk in where outside issues aren't brought in. I almost, you know, it's so funny if I'm in a work meeting, I'm like, that's an outside issue, like in my brain, (laughs) like this is not, (laughs) this is not the time to bring that in. Um, But it's funny how that, how that works. Um, You know, uh, yeah, I definitely bring anonymity into things that I like forget that I'm not in an anonymous situation. Um, So, okay. So I'll go 11 our prop, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion we need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press radio films television and other public media of communication um this is yeah how does this how does this relate to me um yeah um with this one i always think of like it never worked when people tried to promote things to me you know the reason I chose my current sponsor was because I was attracted to her recovery. I was attracted to seeing someone that had a big life that worked these steps that had a higher power of their own understanding. Um, so I feel like all I needed to do with this tradition is just reflected on myself. Like, when do I want to, I don't want to be promoted to, um, you know, I had many diets promoted to me. Um, I had many, um, you know, oh, you should meet this person. Oh, you should meet this person. Those types of promoted to me. But until I was like attracted to what people had in the rooms, um, hearing their story, realizing they were similar to me. I mean, I remember my meeting back, Serenity Sunday, where the first speaker was talking about her sugar addiction and how she like hid candy in, you know, her bedside drawer. And, you know, in order to get through the night, she would be p- pulling the candy out and eating it. Um, And all of a sudden she now has my attention, um, like, because I was, I was like, wait, but this is a person in a normal size body. And she's saying that she does these crazy things with food. Um, So I'm attracted to listening to that person. Um, So, I mean, I remember when I first, yeah, around the first year, I was like, everyone should join OA. And I start promoting it to my friends that like, don't have, you know, don't have real eating disorders. It's just... You know, they gain five pounds because of a vacation and then it's off and then they don't think about it. Um, So I remember I went through a promotion phase my first year with friends and um, yeah, none of of them stuck around because they're not (laughs) compulsive overeaters. (laughs) Um, But then I've also had friends that have seen my recovery and have attracted and then come in through that way. And that's what the traditions tell us. Um, and, you know, especially like newcomers, like, you know, take some time to, to dig into the traditions and to start really understanding them. So if you're new, like, you don't have to understand all of this at once. Um, and, you know, you can ask someone that's been in the program for a while, hey, what, what do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about me, you know, sharing this information with someone and they can, you know, help to be your traditions guide. Um, yeah, because there's no way for us to memorize all of this. Um, and that's why we read them in the meetings. So we get reminders, um, which is great. Um, and 12 anonymity is a spiritual foundation of all these traditions ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Um, I remember at least my first two years, I really didn't want anyone to know I was in OA because there was so much shame around it. Um, there was shame. I had an eating disorder. There was I was the reason I had it there. Um, I really like, I wouldn't tell, I'd be like, Hey, I I have something. I can't be there. I wouldn't even tell people what I was doing. Um, but now as I've come to accept, um, you know, I do share with friends, um, here and there selectively, but I don't go, go at work and broadcast. And I appreciate that all of you won't go and broadcast. Hey, Kelly's Kelly's an overeater. She binges and she was 225 pounds. Hey, did you know that? Like, it's so nice that we don't gossip in that way um, because then I'm able to be raw. I'm able to be vulnerable. I'm able to tell you the nitty gritty of all the weird things I've done um, because I know that it's not going to go somewhere else. It's not going to end up on page six or something, um, you know, and and this is l- luckily it's in our title, Overeaters Anonymous. Um, so it's nice. The, the the big tradition is in our title. Um So I feel like a lot of people really do a good job of honoring this tradition. Um, Yeah. Um,
0: I feel like that's, that's, yeah, I I don't know what else to say on
1: that. Um, But yeah, overall, I mean, you know, we, it's, it's so great that we have a structure to the program um, and you know, I, am no professional on these traditions. Uh, so <laughs> I'm excited to hear what you all have to say, um, and share your experience. Um, you know, maybe share experience about a specific tradition you particularly like, or had like a recent experience with. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I have to share. And I appreciate Victoria for asking me to lead and thank you all for uh, being here tonight.
0: Thank you, Kelly, my goodness, you did your homework. That was wonderful, that's a tough topic. I couldn't do it. Thank you, thank you, I learned something. Learned more than something. Okay. Let me get to my script. We will now open the meeting for questions or for three minute shares. As this is a big book study, sharing and questions should be related specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week. We ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under the reactions, or star nine if you are on the phone, and the Zoom host will call the, rate. I will call the raised hands in order and ask you to unmute when it's your turn. Would the timekeeper please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when time is up? And if the speaker has asked a question, please allow three minutes for the answer. Okay, so I see some hands up already. I think our first uh, person to share is Chanel. Go ahead, Chanel.
3: There. Okay, let me start the timer. Thank you so much, Kelly. Hey. <laughs> Um, you know, the thing is, I take the traditions in this program for granted. Yeah, we read them at every meeting, but I really take them for granted. I, the focus for me is often, are often one and five. i I'm Yes, the primary purpose and unity within the groups. But without the others, none of that would happen. And I was just wondering because, I, and I, if this is an outside issue, I want someone to stop me. Okay, please just stop me. I won't be offended. I'm not on WhatsApp and I or GroupMe, and I'm just wondering do do the traditions apply there as they do
0: in the meetings? If you could speak to that at all, Kelly. Thank you. Ah, uh, I'm not exactly sure on that.
1: Um, I know I'm kind of looking at Amy's face to see what she. <laughs>
0: Anyone else want
1: to answer that question? If
0: yeah, Kelly can't take it. Okay.
1: I mean, I think, I think they should be included. Like, I think we should in any frame of, um, a even with, even with outreach calls, um, sometimes I can start to talk about like therapy talk or whatever. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm just giving you a heads up. This is an outside issue. Like I try to make it very obvious. This is not an OA thing. Um, but that's also personal direct contact. That's not even at a group level. Um, I don't, I think it should be followed and I don't think there's anything specific in any of our writing because at the time that technology wasn't available. Um, but yeah, I would err on the side of caution. Yeah. That would be my response. Thank you, Kelly.
0: Okay, next up, Susan.
4: Hi, everyone. Susan, Recover Compulsive Over Staying at work late here so that I could hear all of Kelly's share and see all of your gorgeous faces. Thank you, Kelly. So funny, I started listening to a Traditions podcast this morning by two old timers in AA, Sandy B and Bob D. And it's just great because In my opinion, we don't discuss them enough in OA, and they are really important, and they're not just a song on the wall. Um, And, you know, going through them all, you know, they really do all relate to the steps. Common welfare should come first. How does it start out in the big book? We're here to show you precisely how we recovered. That, to me, relates to my common welfare. What's my problem? It's not food. It's a lack of power. So it reminds me that a loving God, again, is in our group conscience, the God of my understanding. The only requirement for membership is a desire to stop drinking. So people can come and go, but also reminds me that if people aren't ready, I have to take the hand of the person who is really, really ready, but we always save a seat. Um, You know, you talked about special workers, all of that, and one of the things that, you know, I definitely want to kind of pitch on is to not forget the seventh tradition because we are fully self-supporting. And again, an opinion, I'm sorry, this is recorded. I find that on Zoom, we kind of forget. I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. Well, set something on a certain paycheck. Do so, you know, do something, give back because these meetings cost something to run. There are people out there who we spread these messages to. These Zoom rooms are expensive. They're not cheap. And, you know, the literature and certain meetings send, you know, pamphlets to newcomers or virtual chips. It all costs money, the postage, everything. And people are very generous and do that on their own money. And one of the things I really wanted to go to, because I know my time will be up, is anonymity. We're not anonymous from each other in the rooms. Now, if you're not on this meeting tonight, I'm not going to say, oh, by the way, Kelly, discuss that. If somebody asks me a question, I'll say, and especially if it's someone I sponsor, you might want to call Mary Jane. She might be able to help you with that or if you're on the meeting. But, you know, I don't go out. If I can be helpful to other people in the workplace or somewhere, I reveal myself. If I'm out with Amy, if I'm out with Heidi, if I meet somebody. Now, if it's a family member of mine or somebody who I know you're comfortable with. But otherwise, we just had mutual friends. That's how we met. But again, we're not anonymous from each other. And sometimes people go, don't say that, it's anonymous, but you're standing right here next to me. So again, a big pitch for the traditions. You know, there's lots of things, AA speakers, uh, Laurie C did a great one, or I thought was a great one on a special edition, um, was really, really good. So anyway, thank you. And Sally, thank you for hosting and Chanel for timing. Thank you. Thank
3: you, Susan. Miss Amy. Thanks, Sally. And thank you, Heidi and Chanel and everybody else doing service. And especially thank you, Kelly B. That was fantastic. That was such a, just like a personal connection to the traditions, which was what I had trouble with at the very beginning with the traditions. They felt so like dry and um, formal and not at all personal. And the more I'm in this program, the more I realize like how lovingly protective and caring they really are and how we can relate to them personally. My favorite part, um, that you spoke about was about how we're all, um, equal. Nobody can contribute more to get more. And that includes things like, you know, Abstinence length, or how many meetings you attend, or how many, you know, whatever you if you have one day, if you're in relapse, if you have decades, you are the same member, you are the same level of member of Overeaters Anonymous. This is your home, you belong here, you are one of us, whether you have one minute or no minutes, or all your only requirement is a desire to stop eating compulsively, but also like we. Our, there is no authority. We are in this together where it's it makes me think of the line in the big book about being, you know, survivors of a shipwreck, um, common peril. Um, and I am, I love, I love the traditions, which makes me laugh. Because if you're like new or a newcomer or anything like that, I avoid, like, I just thought there was no purpose. I thought it was for like, you know. I, again like just dry and didn't really and yeah if you were organizing a meeting or planning an event maybe you needed to know traditions but if you were just an everyday member and <laughs> I remember I used to like skip meetings if i knew they were going over the traditions because i thought i would be bored anybody who like knows me recently could laugh at that because i love i i'm so grateful for the traditions. And, and I think that they have a spirit the same way the steps do the same way, you know, the inclusivity of this program does like they're a guide to progress and, and we, we honor the spirit of them. Um, just trying to, trying to protect our common space and be here for each other and uh, help each other to recover. So real grateful to be here. Looking forward to hearing what everybody else has to say. Thank you again, Kelly. Have a great evening, everyone.
0: Thank you, Amy. Donna B. from Denver. Hi, Sally. Hi, Hi, everyone. Um,
5: Thank you, Kelly. Um, I wanted to share um, an experience in my home OA meeting, I managed to really piss someone off and that person, um, chose not to ever come back. Um, we were having a group conscience and her closing words were basically, excuse me, her closing words were basically like, you know, you're, you're always trying to run the show I'm never coming back to this meeting. And she never did. And um, I was encouraged to read on tradition two. And I looked through all the literature, um, AA literature, al literature, OA literature um, on tradition two. And it's interesting that the OA 12 and 12 um, has a really great um, inventory um, for meetings to assess how they're doing. And since that incident, um, our meeting, um, if we don't have specific topics for the group conscience, we are going question by question each month. Um, And I think just by going through that process, we've really changed spirit of the meeting. Um, People have commented, regularly like now you ask these questions all these months later because it takes time when you're doing one question a month um and people are like oh I feel so welcome I feel like I can say anything I never feel like I'm shut down I feel so safe here um so it's kind of become this like kumbaya meeting and so um in my job my title is executive director and so I kind of get paid to run the show. Um, But in OA, I not only don't get paid to run the show, um, but really have to practice um, restraining. Um, You know, my restraining, I'm thinking of of pen and tongue, but, you know, really um, pause and listen. And I I have been to meetings. I have been to group conscience meetings where the minority voice, minority opinion completely sways the direction of the entire group in a way that doesn't happen in the real world where you know usually it's majority or people are scared to dissent or have opposing or oppositional opinions. Um, I mean, I just think it's so beautiful. Like I, I, I'm thinking specifically of this woman who's like relatively new to our meeting and over the, Past several months have had has had a profound impact. Thank you, in
0: changing the course of the whole discussion because because she can. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. Carla.
2: Hello, everyone. Again, welcome home. Um, You know, I'm I'm a short timer, and when I came into my first meeting. I'd never heard of anything to do with the 12 step program. I knew nothing. Um, I didn't know anything about what meetings were supposed to do or not do. I didn't even know what the steps were or what they meant or the traditions. Um, One thing that fascinated me from the beginning, the very first three meetings I went to is they were so totally different. Uh, So it wasn't like I was coming to something that was like most groups you go to, this is the group. This is what the group does. And when, um, along with the traditions, as I began to learn those, was the group conscience. I had no idea what that meant. And, you know, in my experience in the world, that's not 12 steps. It was always majority rules, everything. And then yet in a group conscience, it's the group. It's not seven to six. (laughs) We're going to do something. It's, It's this open sharing by everyone there. And the fact that there weren't Two or three the president, vice president that ran the meeting, and everybody else just kind of sat around and listened. I was so fascinated by the traditions when I got here. I, I thought of when I got here, okay, here's the steps. This is this is where my recovery is. This is how, this is the solution. And yet, when from the very beginning, all of the meetings I went to in the Bay Area, the San Francisco Bay Area, were literature meetings. And so we did a lot of reading. The literatures, and I was so fascinated by it and realizing that when I got to tradition three, so of course I came in in May and everybody here in the literature does the fifth by the month, so it was the fifth step it was the fifth tradition, and so the fifth tradition is about our primary purpose. And I was, I don't even know what a primary purpose I, Here's my primary purpose. I need to quit eating. <laughs> and yet there's so much more to that. And that's what I kept being told. It's, it's really not about the food. And I scoffed at that. And I went, it might not be about the food to y'all, but it's everything about the food to me. Because I didn't know. I didn't know what I didn't know. And so these traditions are so valuable. And I love going to a lot of different kinds of meetings. And the, the main thing I love about it is the collective unity that when I go into that meeting, that group has their way of leading their meeting, their way of their script fascinates me. And this happened two two, two times in a row. The first time I came to CYOC, we read the preamble, I think from the original AA preamble. Oh God, I just hung on every word of that. Shortly after that, it was changed. I was going, no. And then the same thing happened to me this week. And I went to the coolest formatted meeting and they were they were voting to change it. And it just, I'll go, what, joy? You know, it's so fascinating. Just a reminder. Thank you. That our higher power directs these meetings and you know I, I, I do a lot of service and I had a lady ask me just recently she goes okay now well what if I if I don't do this right you just let me know and I said we have a higher power that runs this meeting mm. <laughs> there is no right you just go with it so anyway thank y'all for letting me share and I'm just so grateful for this meeting thank y'all for being here
0: thank you Carla okay Jill L oh, I'm just gonna stop the recording first Oh, thank you, Heidi.